campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Lou Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you icy iguanas? Icy iguanas! <laughs> Coming in with the spice. Yeah. We love I iguanas. Love an iguana. Yeah, I think, uh, think lizards are cool. Well, okay, so now you're saying icy iguanas, which was making me think I was seeing um, this girl, Danielle, that I follow. She lives in florida and i didn't know this was a thing but apparently when it gets really cold all the iguanas that are like native to there fall out of trees and can freeze and die <gasps> so people like take them and like rescue them oh my god there should <laughs> be like an iguana world there where people can just go and take them to like yeah oh yeah so i love iguanas. i saw that yes uh not to make you sad i thought no no save the iguanas so. okay and if so, you don't like yes. them find someone who will save it because if you're in florida cool. yeah keep Pay attention to, to yeah. your iguanas and the, save, save the sweet lizards. What save the lizards. Global warming. Yeah. That's what we're with. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think today's uh, episode, which is clearly about Bigfoot, <laughs> if people read the title, do you think he has to deal with global warming in a bad way? Oh, you know, here's. I think to me, if anything, they probably or it changes its region based on uh, climate. You know. I've seen that people think that sometimes Bigfoot could hibernate, but I don't really think that. But, you know, to each their own. Nothing's been proven, so it's not wrong to think that it might. Well, before we get into the Bigfoot conversation <laughs> We're already going today, on tangents, and I love it. We're already going on tangents, <laughs> yes. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what we've been up to. So it's almost March, which means uh, we're going to be getting into more... I guess you would say lore next month. We're planning yeah. on doing a little uh, special for St. Patrick's Day. Um, we're we're focusing on Erica's favorite cryptid today, Bigfoot. Yeah. And uh, I thought that maybe over the next few weeks we could talk about some of our favorite cryptids because, yes, we are called Camp Cryptid. We haven't really talked too much about cryptids yet uh, because Camp Cryptid is more than just that, right? We've yes. been talking about true crime and horror and, and lots of other things. Yeah. And um, – I think that focusing a lot on them this month would be really, really cool. Yeah. So, I think the thing is, is too, we, we, we kind of love our cryptids, but it's like a crossover here. Like we do anything like cryptid, weird, horror, out there, mystery, you know, everything. And I love that. Yes. Because you can't limit yourself, you know? No. <laughs> no. The thing is, like, we like everything. We want to be just like the general sphere for horror. But yeah. um, I guess outside of Bigfoot, Erica, what are some of your other favorite cryptids? Oh, geez. Wow. Um, I love Loch Ness. You know, the, like, little Nessie. Like, the idea of this, like, giant, like, in my opinion, it's probably, like, this giant, like, platypus-like bodied, like, adorable, like, cute sea creature. And I'm just, like, here for it. Um, but I like, like, I don't know, sea creatures are really cool. You know, like, the idea of, like, a giant squid or, like, a kraken or, like, you know, I, I just think that's really cool. I, th I, I just think the ocean itself is a mystery. Like, give me Godzilla, you know? <laughs> the ocean is, like, such a um, unexplored territory, right? Like, when people talk about, like, space versus the ocean, I'm, like, a little bit more scared of the ocean just because, like, we're here yeah. and we don't know what's actually fully in it. Uh, and new species are getting discovered, like, every day, I feel like. There's always something new. Yeah. Um, you know, we could we could talk about, like, do you remember the Montauk Monster? Did you, did you ever I've that? heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that one was one that was in New York. And, like, I think they try to say it was, like, a, like a pig or something. Uh, but to me, that's, like, it has a beak, bro. Like, what is it? <laughs> uh, and they try to say it was it was I believe that it was like um it could have been like a dog or something else and that um 
it bloated from all the water, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's we're getting off about this now. I want to talk about it for a second. Basically, <laughs> they so said, many, I mean, that's the thing. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. So they basically said that the creature was supposed to be like a raccoon based on the shape of everything else. But to me, I think oh that's a cover up. I think that's like some government cover up conspiracy shit. They're always like, let's what's a weird creature that's like, okay, let's pick let's pick a possum or a, a raccoon. Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. And I heard about that um actually from when I was in high school, I had a tutor who was like definitely a bit off the wall and he was like, Have you ever heard of the Montauk monster? And I was like, Bro, I'm literally <laughs> trying to learn shapes, like what is happening? Uh I love that. Yeah, so I think like I don't know what got you into cryptids for me, it was just like I grew up in New Jersey, so like you hear about the Jersey Devil consistently. Like, yeah. that's always something. You hear about Nessie, Bigfoot. Like, those are the ones that I would hear about growing up, right? And there are references in media. Like, in the Goofy movie, Bigfoot has an appearance. Um, things like that, like, are always talked about, like, talked about in general. And so, for me, the concept of something like that being real in this world that is so, like, plain and ordinary when you think about it on that scale is really interesting. I do think a lot of the cryptids that will come across are a little too out there right like for me i there's i don't believe that the jersey devil's real i don't <laughs> i can't the shape and everything i just can't believe it bless its heart <laughs> yeah but you know like i definitely could believe it a bigfoot um i'm also like super into uh like snallygasters is that how you say it have you read up on those no oh those what are pretty freaking what? cool um oh my I think gosh it's, like, <sighs> kind of near to this area but it's basically like these like dragon looking creatures with like big wings and like like uh like weird little claws and so i'll send you a photo it's super interesting. oh my god that sounds actually pretty adorable <laughs> like <laughs> um getting off topic but those are some of the ones that i like what actually what got you into cryptids i know you said for a while there was like a a family movie that you, your family watched right harry and the hendersons so like basically like i don't remember much like i just have a terrible memory but for some reason like the 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 memory of me watching Harry and the Hendersons at my grandmother's house and just if you've never seen the movie I, I don't want to spoil for you but the moment at the end where they're at the the wood scene and I just remember turning around and crying and being sad that like what had happened I don't I like I said I don't want to spoil I know this movie's been out since the 80s but hey we don't want spoilers like <laughs> but um so I just always like the idea of there being, like, this other species on Earth. I don't know. Like, I am totally open to the idea. Maybe it's, like, maybe I just played too much Mass Effect where I'm, like, trying to romance every single type of, like, alien out there. But I'm totally okay with the idea of there being, like, another species on Earth other than humans. And uh, I think that always just stuck with me. And so, you know, the... Uh, the mystery of Bigfoot just kind of always uh, really just kind of made me wonder what else there is and just kind of made me question things. And I, I think I just kind of, I mean, know, that's I all love good, a good stuff. mystery, I guess. So. We're, we're here for mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know the two of us love X-Files, right? And like we get so many yeah. like dumb cryptid and weird experiences on there. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. So we get a little bit of everything. Um, and I think that's what oh, makes so cryptid good. so fun, yeah. you know? The fact that, like, Mothman, <laughs> too, is, you know, perceived yeah. the way he is as, like, a big fucking dude. Um, if you look at the the statue in West Virginia, too, he's, like, thick. Like, he's got full <laughs> cheeks on him. Yeah. So the way that people tend to interpret, like, yeah. every cryptid differently is very interesting to me. Like, there's obviously common traits, um, which we'll get into about Bigfoot because there's tons of different names for it, right? So I will let you take the lead because Bigfoot is definitely your thing. Yes. And everybody knows you are like the number one Bigfoot hunter on the internet. We're <laughs> loving it. We're living to see it. So 
this is all about Bigfoot today. <laughs> and if you guys have, um, you know, anything you want to share with us, if you've had your own Bigfoot experience, if you've had your own cryptid experience, make sure you let us know on cancryptedpodcast.com. Yeah. But I will let you take the lead. Well, to piggyback off of what Lewis said, basically, uh, you know, th- that's the thing is there are so many sightings of Bigfoot like creatures over the entire planet. Like, so all over the world, we're getting these same types of, um, you know, sightings from people that say it's like a bipedal ape-like creature covered in hair. Uh, could be It could be white hair. It could be red hair. It could be black, brown. You know, either way, they're just covered in hair. And so that's the kind of the general consensus of everybody. It's, it's usually about the same size or a little bit larger than us as humans. Um, but, you know, where to start with Bigfoot? There's so many facets to uh, Bigfoot and what it could be or, you know... Um, you know, just getting into the sightings and just going in through that. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll start with, you know, um, let's see. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so overwhelming because it's just like, you know, do you tackle the fact that, you know, there are um, literally thousands, tens of thousands of sightings of these types of creatures. Um, and that, by the way, if you, you want to go research any of these sightings, uh, the Bigfoot Field Researcher, Researchers Organization is really great. Uh, they have a lot of the sightings that have been posted in newspapers over time. And um, I know I check on newspapers.com when I'm looking through um, newspapers from, you know, pre-1900s and stuff too. So, um, but that's a great place to s- start looking if you're like interested in doing your own research too. But um so, you know, think about it. We've got, you know, the Yowie in Australia. We've got the, you know, Yeti in, like, Nepal and China. We've got, um, you know, the skunk ape in Florida. You know, the Sasquatch is more of a Canadian, but we've kind of adopted it here in the United States, too. And then we've got Bigfoot. Um, so I think, oh, you know, you can even... You could even throw in the, like, abominable snowman in there, you know? So, you know, I I think there are so many different um, names that we come to kind of associate with creatures like that. Um, But, yeah. So I guess this just gets into, like, you know, do you as a person, you know, go forward and say, you know, yes, I think that in this world there could be a species that might be living off the grid, you know, away from humans, uh, maybe to survive better because, let's be real, like, we're not really good with sharing as humans. <laughs> so it's like I always go into the idea of I, I heard uh, while researching someone said, you know, they're watching us a lot more than we are watching them. And that's kind of the kind of general consensus of how I overlook all of my research. Here's the thing is people would think that like in the United States, there's not as many sightings outside of like, oh, like uh, Pacific Northwest and like Oregon uh, and like California. But like there are a ton of sightings in the Midwest as well. Uh, And granted, there are some a lot in Florida as well. Like there's three over 300 here in Ohio. And people think of Ohio and they're like, that's not really like a crazy you, what you would think to be a Bigfoot hotspot, but there are a lot of cave systems and, uh, you know, the Appalachian Mountains run through kind of a little bit outside of Ohio. So you said, too, like you, you do believe that there could be a Bigfoot. And I guess my idea of it is, you know, is Bigfoot, I, I guess for me as doing all this research, I can't say, you know, my, my, my master's degree is obviously not in anything to do with, you know, like anything to do with what would, you know, qualify me to talk on, like, apes and stuff like that. I, you know, my fucking master's is in criminal justice. Like, I can't, you know, like, I'm not a Bigfoot, you know, expert in that field. But, I mean, do you go into it thinking that this is maybe an evolved species of Neanderthal? 
and that they've just evolved to, um, you know, move away from, you know, humans when they were evolving, uh, moving to these regions that maybe we as humans weren't uh, capable of living. And maybe they just lived off the grid from humans for years and years and years. Uh, that has got me to another like rabbit hole of there's a lot of um, researchers that have actually gone into researching uh, some of the Neanderthal ancestors that were left in the Middle East. And uh, I'll post that actually on our Reddit because I have a great PDF document from uh, some researchers who did a wonderful study. Um, it's a huge long PDF document, but I'll, I'll upload it to the Reddit. But you know, there's there there's that facet of you know what Bigfoot could be, and then there's obviously the it's like an ape-like creature, you know. So it just depends on what avenue scientifically you want to take it down, you know. Or if you want to say, hey, you know, some of these sightings could be a hoax, absolutely, one hundred percent. But I don't go into it thinking that I just don't think that every single sighting is a hoax, you know. Mm -hmm. I also like um, side note. I know that we talked about different names for Bigfoot and um, Skunk Ape. <laughs> there is, I don't know if you've, you've probably seen it because you see everything on the internet, but when yeah. I went to go see last podcast on Left Live, they did the video of him like walking around Florida and it's like on the news and it's this, it's supposed to be a footage of the, of the Skunk Ape, but it's literally just somebody who looks like they're running and it's absolutely hysterical. Oh and my gosh. Running of course. I love it so much. Yes. Um, post that. But yeah, <laughs> the concept of something called a Skunk Ape makes me less likely to want to find it than like something called Bigfoot that sounds yeah. awesome and again like I don't want to find it like that's not my goal ever but yeah. I would rather see a Bigfoot than a skunk ape that's all I'm saying yeah see here's the thing is you just don't know you know if every encounter they've ever had with with a human is them trying to get shot at you know because think about it, there's some states that yeah. encourage you to hunt them and like bring them in like mm -hmm. I mean honestly like whether or not we know what this creature is it's it's obviously an endangered species so we probably shouldn't be hunting it what uh, you know wherever you are um because like that honestly, goes into yeah, yeah that girl. goes into like every friggin' movie like not to be like this is like the shape of water plot but it literally <laughs> is like you find this thing and then everybody wants to go ahead and poke at it and learn stuff and you should just let him fucking live his life dude if people exactly. come at me every day with a gun i also would be running around doing my own shit yeah exactly uh -uh. see in my perfect world it's like mass effect where we're all just like chilling you know becoming like i mean obviously i'm not trying to like advocate for like bigfoot loverness but i mean if it was like a hot intelligent like bigfoot whatever you know i'm not gonna judge <laughs> i won't kink shame a furry well <laughs> <laughs> we're all furries here exactly um, that's what i'm saying <laughs> now his name is literally bigfoot has there been lots of images of like his big footprints yeah, so that's basically what the nickname came from, is that it was, like, a larger footprint, because the guy was like, oh, that's a big foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> you know what to say about big Creative. Foot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Here, there we go. See, I love it. I'm here for it. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing, is I don't necessarily think that I, – I don't know what I, – I actually, honestly – out of all this research, I really don't know what to think Bigfoot is, to be honest with you, because I've read a lot of things about just how, you know, the cave systems are used. And that's to me, seems like a pretty reasonable place to kind of travel through, you know. So, yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> we can go the route of Bigfoot being like an ape-like creature, because uh, that honestly is kind of what it looked like in the Patterson-Gimlin film uh, from 1967. So um, 
for anybody who isn't aware, one of the most, you know, um, I would say uh, famous Bigfoot uh, sightings was the Patterson-Gimlin uh, sighting uh, on the banks of Bluff Creek in California. So um, they were basically going to go s look for this creature. And, you know, there, I mean, Bluff Creek, from what I understand, is like you're off the grid when you're hiking in the location that they were at. I think it takes like six or seven days of hiking to get there or something like that. Um, so it's, it, you're out in the middle of some, some woods. Uh, so basically this is the, the footage where it shows Patty, the Bigfoot walking. And basically, you know, years after year after year, basically someone tries to debunk this film and it still hasn't been debunked yet. So this is probably one of the best, um, I guess the best, most solid evidences of there being a Bigfoot like creature existing, um, because even though people have tried to say it doesn't, you know, it's it's fake, there's no way, you know, according to experts saying that there's no way that they could have replicated a suit to be that accurate at the time that it was taken. Um, a lot of people have shown that, like, when, you know, when they zoom in on the footage, it shows, like, ligaments and it has boobs. So the Bigfoot is a, a, a female Bigfoot, so it's got titties just in there so they're like also like why at the time would you know these people have a suit made and, and it's a, a female suit you know so there there's a lot of there's a lot of like questions when it comes to it you know I did post a um, a still of them basically slowing down the movement to show the the film a little bit better so uh that'll be in the camp cryptid uh reddit too i'll post that for everybody so if you want to go and look at it and give us your i mean maybe someone out there is like a an expert and can be like nope this is you know this is not real because of this or this is totally legit because of this i'd just love to know your opinion on it i've actually never heard of that Oh my gosh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So this is the film that basically is like the holy grail of Bigfoot evidence. Like this is okay. the one thing that literally everybody tries to debunk. Like there's a new um I know there's a, a documentary out there where there, one guy's claiming he was in the suit, but if they put a guy in the suit, why would they have put him in a female suit? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I don't know. You would think it costs extra to get those the 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 boobs put on the suit. You know what I mean? It just <laughs> it's like it's it's like it doesn't make sense. But yeah, that that right there is like the holy grail of Bigfoot evidence as of right now. I don't think anything has pretty much stood the test of time or been as unexplained as as that. So that's really cool. Yeah. I think especially when it's like something that's so unexplainable that you have no no concrete theory or evidence or anything to prove that it was something else is like again where it gets very real for me yeah so uh yeah so that's one of my favorite ones um one of my favorite stories though about a bigfoot um i, I think one of my favorite thing uh my favorite things about doing this bigfoot research and reading is um just reading stories from kind of before the 1950s when like the bigfoot you know craze kind of set in but reading these stories from early American history uh, where, you know, you know, there, there isn't some of them hypeness of Bigfoot. You know, there's there's not a heightened sense of people, you know, talking about the creature or faking sightings. So one of my favorite stories is um, about a Canadian prospector. Um, and basically this was in 1924 off the coast of Vancouver Island uh, in Canada. And basically, uh, the guy's name was Albert Ostman. And I'm so stupid because I did um, an interview with Heavy Metal Magazine. And I 
thought yes. the guy's name was Arthur Miller for some reason. No, it was totally, it was totally Albert Osman. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, I told you I have a terrible memory. Oh, well, but, there's just um, like, also girl, you're reading how many things a day about like <laughs> everything. Like you process information <laughs> faster than anybody else. Like I'll read a couple things. Erica's like, I read six books today. And then I did this. Like that's totally, totally understandable. Oh, my gosh I know and that's yeah. the thing is I literally have folders of like things that I've I printed out for actual because I like to be like old school and have like hard copies of things and folders mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm so I'm so I'm I'm such a millennial <laughs> boomer I don't know I'm on that cusp but anyways so Albert Osmond is basically a prospector and he said that when he was uh sleeping in his sleeping bag a Bigfoot basically well he didn't know at the time it was a Bigfoot but something carried him almost 3 hours in his sleeping bag and when he basically unzipped it it was a Bigfoot with his family. And so basically he said this Bigfoot kept him there for 6 days and basically the only reason he escaped was because he fed the Bigfoot his tobacco, and the Bigfoot got sick, and then he ran off and tried to get home. Um, Albert didn't talk about this story for literally decades because he didn't want people to think he was crazy, like basically saying, like, yeah, I got abducted by, you know, this giant creature and its family. Like, who, you know, people think people who see UFOs are weird. Imagine that in 1924, you know? So um, finally, when more of the Bigfoot hype did come out, that's when he was like, oh, my God, people are seeing this thing. Okay, maybe, you know, maybe that's what I saw. So, you know, he was a little bit older at the time, and some skeptics said, oh, it's his old age. He's losing it. But he was actually evaluated by doctors, and they found him to be completely fine and of sane mind. So, you know, take it as you want. But that's one of my favorite stories about um, early Bigfoot sightings. Good old Albert. So basically, um, like I said, I love to do – research about Bigfoot prior to like the the hype basically like when things are sensationalized I think that that's when you get a lot more um, fabricated uh, you know sightings Uh, so what I like to do when I started my research is I kind of went through and found um, literature uh, where uh, it was kind of like before all of the the hype of Bigfoot so one of the earliest things that I could find about a mentioning of something that was Bigfoot-like is in um, President Theodore Roosevelt's, well, uh, former President Theodore Ro- Roosevelt's uh, The Wilderness Hunter. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, he was a president who was very involved in the park systems. He was very involved in um, hunting. He was an outdoorsman. He was very much an outdoorsman. Uh, but one of his excerpts was basically about when he would <coughs> – one of the, uh, so basically, this book that I was talking about, The Wilderness Hunters, basically his excerpts of different stories from different uh, hunts, hunters and different um, people that he came across uh, over his time, you know, exploring, you know, the great American frontier. Um, so the story that basically kind of illustrates like kind of Bigfoot-like behavior is one about a rancher named Bowman and his pal who went uh, basically – hiking up in the same region kind of where uh i would say uh the the bigfoot sightings in california have been i know logan told me a bigfoot story that he (gasps) had oh my god tell me yes okay okay so this is like i we usually say the stories for the end but while you're looking i'll tell you this so uh he was talking to me the other day and was like did i ever tell you the story about bigfoot and i was like absolutely not you did not tell me the story about bigfoot he said um he went into his backyard when he was a kid to get his soccer ball, and it was super dark. Uh, behind his backyard was just filled with big woods and marsh, and he went out with his friend, 
to go get it when he bent over to get it he heard his friend say his name and his friend was like super scared like he sounded super uh. scared uh when logan looks up he saw a f- giant black outline of a figure with two glowing eyes staring from the entrance of the woods and that was about 30 feet away he said that they both screamed and ran inside and ever since then he ever th- he always thought that there was something in the backyard so he said it could be something else but he's like i think it was bigfoot just hanging out in my yard over in connecticut Oh my Bigfoot god, I love that! Oh, I'm sure there's sightings in Connecticut for sure. You think so? I mean, literally, like, yeah. There, I, that's a crazy thing about Bigfoot is there's literally sightings of him everywhere. So it's like all these people can't be losing their minds, you know? Now, do you think it's just like one dude just living his life, or do you think he's got like a Bigfoot family? Do See, you think that's where it's like that's where it's hard because it's like, do you think that it? Th- that's why it's hard for me to think it might be humans because I just think that they're migrating. Yeah, it could be a migraine. That makes actually a lot of sense. If you overlay, like, Bigfoot sightings with, like, areas where there's, like, heavily, like, wooded areas and, like, mountain chains and caves, you'll find that a lot of those have, like, parallels in, in where they are. There's there's a lot of, like, a lot of the same areas that they're being sighted. So I honestly do think that I'm lean, I am lean more towards it being, like, Neanderthals or, like, a, 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 a type of human that has just evolved over time and is maybe a little bit more hardy than us. Um, because they're surviving in places like Mongolia and Nepal and like Tibetan mountains. Like those are some cold ass climates. Couldn't be me. I did look it up though. And it does say Connecticut is home to Bigfoot sightings. So see, there we go. Totally. Yeah. Now, see, I have read things too, where, like I said, when I was doing the research prior to like the 1900s, where in Virginia, actually, there was a hunter who was going and trying to, um, he, he basically saw basically like a female, but she was covered in hair. She was absolutely covered in hair. And he thought it was like, he didn't know what it was. He just thought it was a creature. And then when he got closer, he realized that it was actually a human like us. She just had lived out in the, like the mountains for so long that her body just like covered her in hair. I have the newspaper clipping of that. So I'm going to post, I'll post that in the Reddit too. Like that's the thing. There are so many weird sightings. So it's like, could this be, you know, could this be a Bigfoot? Yes. Could it be, you know, a bear on, you know, two legs being bipedal? In some situations, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, You know, in Ohio, there's a lot of sightings, but, you know, a black bear, uh, you know, they used to be in the area, but they're not as much. But does that mean that one of these, you know, Bigfoot sightings in Ohio isn't a black bear? Could be, you know. But I just don't think that every single sighting out of all of these, like, tens of thousands of sightings across the world, I don't think that everything has a logical, like, explanation yeah i don't know i i do think the migrating theory makes the most sense i mean think about it they're out in the wilderness exploring what it has to offer more than we are when was the last time like honestly like i love being outside but i can't tell you the last time i really went hardcore camping you know what i mean um oh yeah i i love camping i think you know who's gonna see them the most all these van lifers all these van lifers are probably going to go and, and see Bigfoot for sure because they're out there now. Yeah. Hell yeah. And see, like, I admire that because, yeah, get back to the roots. Like, get back to Mother Earth for sure. Um, if I'm sitting here in my house is in the woods, and even though I look out in the woods, I'm not, like, out there actively exploring it every day. And I feel like if these Bigfoot are existing, you know, well outside of humans and have been existing, well, coexisting with us in the same world, then they're exploring kind of like more of the nooks and crannies than we were. There's no harm in thinking this because it has nothing about Bigfoot has ever been proven. But some people do think that Bigfoot is like an interdimensional like being where like the reason why people see Bigfoot and then he he isn't seen really quick is that he's like can turn invisible and like shift to parallel dimensions. Well, that should I believe, too. That sounds awesome. 
And there's no harm in believing it because, honey, this is Earth. Like, we still don't even know about our own fucking ocean. So <laughs> don't tell me you know everything about Bigfoot. <laughs> so basically, one of my favorite stories is from, uh, like I said, The Wilderness Hunter by Theodore Roosevelt. And, and basically, it's this rancher named Bowman and his friend going out on a trek in, in California. And basically, what happens is, you know, they're, they're doing fine at their camp. They're going about their day, and they come back to their camp destroyed. They find some footprints that they think was a bear, maybe, but the bear was obviously walking on, on you know, bipedal. It was walking on two legs. Uh, so they kind of were a little thrown off by that. They go about their day and still feel a little bit uneasy, feeling like something's kind of watching them. So then they decide to leave. Well, then Bowman goes and grabs all of their equipment and then comes back to the camp and finds his partner there dead, laying there. His body was still warm, but his neck was broken, and there were fang, fang marks basically in his neck. Uh, and then he goes and looks around the site to see what had basically what the hell had just happened, and he finds the same types of uh, footprints, those bipedal footprints in the sand. So a lot of people think that this could have been one of the first ever like stories of an aggressive Bigfoot encounter. Could it have been a bear? Yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, California does have a lot of bears, but could it have been a Bigfoot? Yeah, it could have been. Why not? You know, <laughs> I don't necessarily think that Bigfoots are like out there like snapping necks and being vampires. Yeah, I mean, and also <laughs> it's to say like this is just the small portion of Bigfoot information. Like you have so much stuff, so this could definitely be like an ongoing thing that we talk about. Um, I personally would love if people have other Bigfoot experiences. I know that last week we um, got a story from a viewer that was part of a Bigfoot hunting group. So I'm sure there's more people out there that are doing this kind of thing. So um, if you're a van lifer too and you've experienced something weird, I'd love to hear about that too. So if you have any sort of Bigfoot story or situation or lore from your area, please submit to us over at campcryptedpodcast.com. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite pieces before we start, um, you know, wrapping things up, if you haven't checked out the Sierra, uh, the Sierra sounds, uh, those are an interesting piece of um, kind of like Bigfoot evidence as well. And that was taken in the 70s by a couple of hunters that were just um, out there camping. Basically, every year they go out for a camping trip and then um, they had some weird noises basically yelled at them so i'll definitely post those in our reddit too i i, I literally we love to post in our reddit so <laughs> forgive us uh, but yeah i'll post a, a video of the sierra sound so you guys can check that out too because uh, that's definitely an interesting piece of uh a little bit of bigfoot stuff there too so so have you seen a lot of bigfoot movies girl the only thing i said like the goofy movie had a bigfoot moment that's it um, I haven't seen literally anything in, on this list. I watched your video that you made on YouTube where you were talking about, like, your favorite Bigfoot movies and stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, I've seen him, like, referenced in movies, like, little cameos or, like, there might be a Bigfoot in the woods. Or, you know, there was an episode of Venture Bros that Bigfoot was on. I've watched uh, oh, Inside Jobs, that show, too. So there's, uh, like, <laughs> there's, like, things and references to lore, but I've never watched yeah any of these so please please feel free to say about your favorites or if there's one that you you know want to talk about whatever please tell us oh my gosh you know it, it sounds ridiculous and and you know but there are actually some pretty decent uh, bigfoot movies out there um obviously harry and the hendersons is an absolute classic uh you know that's from i think the the late 80s maybe um another one that i really enjoy is big legend um the movie exists which is um basically like first person almost-esque but i loved that one i absolutely love that one willow creek um 
the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot sounds absolutely batshit crazy. I, I swear it works, though. So <laughs> just trust me on it. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my God. There's so many. So Monstrous is great because it, it's, a, it's a Bigfoot uh, crossover with a serial killer. So you get a, a crazy-ass serial killer and you get a Bigfoot story. So that's, that's you know, 10 out of 10. Um, Strange Wilderness is absolutely ridiculous and it's really funny. Um, I, I mean, it's it's funny in the sense of like dumb humor, uh, but uh, it has Josh Longa in it and he's like my fave. So um, that, and then the most recent one I watched is like almost like a Vice documentary, but it's called 15 Things You Didn't Know About Bigfoot. And I'm telling you, that was probably one of my favorite Bigfoot watches recently. Hmm. There, I mean, there, there's just so many. There's just so – there's honestly so – I looked it up, and I think there's, like, over 200 Bigfoot films, and I'm like, I need to do all of my research because I <laughs> – Yeah, I think my favorite on this list is just the name of the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot, yeah. Um, reminds me of what was it, like, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, like, all those weird movie yes! titles. I'm down for yes! that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I know, same. Like, make some weird titles. I love that. I love that. But, yeah. So I, I'll try to, like, make, like, a little drop of all these. But, yeah, those are probably some of my faves. Yeah. Well, I need to so get real educated and watch some of these Bigfoot movies, obviously, because I have <laughs> not. Um, and, you know, I'll take your favorites. And I, I think uh, we'll probably share Erica's video on Reddit as well if you want oh, to yeah, see we that could one. Oh, yeah, we could do check that. Check those out, get a little bit more insight on them. Yeah, because I go into, like, what each one is about. I mean, I could sit here for 20 minutes and give you the, the, <laughs> the, this is your the thing. down low. Yeah, 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 <laughs> this is, like, your thing, so it's absolutely yeah. it. But, uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about Bigfoot before we head out and give uh, a little insight on what's coming next? You know, I would just love to hear what, you know, everybody listening thinks about it. You know, what do you think that Bigfoot could be? Because like I said, this is the greatest thing about a mystery is there is no wrong answer. Um, so, you know, maybe, you know, go and, and let us know on our, our video, um, which, what, what do you think that Bigfoot is? What, what, what do you think can explain this Bigfoot phenomena? So speaking of every other mystery in this world, uh, next month we're going to be focusing on a lot of lore. So we're going to be focusing on like magical creatures and leprechauns and fairies and more cryptids. And we can't wait. Um, so if you have any stories or any like local legends or any like weird like little creatures that are around your area, make sure to let us know at cryptidpodcast.com or you could go post a nice little like blurb about it on our Reddit. We would love to check it out. And if you're looking for different ways to listen to Camp Cryptid, we are uh, available to listen directly through our website at campcryptedpodcast.com. But there's also links on there for Podbean, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other ways to listen. We upload new episodes every Wednesday. And if you'd like to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we would really appreciate hearing from you. Don't forget to check out the Mansfield Reformatory video on YouTube and see uh, and hear all the spooky stuff that we witnessed. Until next time, we are Camp Counselors signing off.